Hi, welcome everyone to More and Stronger in Lockdown. Jacob, thanks for setting it up. No worries, good to be here using all of our tech and cameras. It's a bit of fun. And hopefully it works out. This is the first time using this setup. And if, you, if at any point, yeah, who knows what this is saying. If at any point you can't hear us, just drop it in the comments. Um, It'd be great to know. Yeah. But yeah, this is our first time doing it in the new in the new setup out the back here. It's nice and comfy. But how's um how's your first twenty four hours of lockdown been? Yeah, it's been not bad. A bit a bit more experienced this time around. Mm. Um, yeah, I had a bit of fun as well last night. For the I've been with Sarah now for five years, and last mm. night she played Xbox with me for the first time. Oh wow, it's a big milestone. Really, it is. I've it? been asking for it for a long time, but yeah. um. Yeah, played uh, Halo, a classic from the 2000s. And all it took was a global pandemic to get you guys to the point where... Uh, yeah, over two two lockdowns for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. though she held out for the first one, but the second one's just worn her down. That's right, but yeah. no, it was it was a good time. Um, we actually played online with Beck and Josh Main. And, uh, yeah, it's good to dob them in as well. Yeah, it was, it was the Mitchells versus Mains, and we won three games in a row. So that's, it's see that's great to hear as well because there's, there's Josh there actually Josh just uh, rubbing in the fact that yeah we well and it's good as it's good as a staff member and as, as a leader to establish your ascendancy and things like that that's you, know, right. you don't want to show weakness when it comes to online gaming that's right so I think so I think that's important that's a great it's a great win for the gospel it is and what about you how's your first twenty four hours been yeah it's been good the <laughs> the kids <laughs> had like a mad energy yesterday. I don't know if it's because, like, it, it might have just been, I don't know, where they're at. But they um maybe uh, they loved lockdown last time because it meant no school. So I, haven't, I don't know if they've done the calculations that it's actually holidays anyway. But yeah. it just gave them this energy of, like, you know, like if school's cancelled, you just have this buzz about you. So they were pumped. And they were just <laughs> bouncing off the walls and going crazy. And one of our kids has decided just over the weekend they really want to run. And so I've been trying to get everyone to go out for runs near constantly. Went out the first thing this morning. Came in out the rain? In the rain. They went out this morning. Yeah, well. I got worried about them. So, like, Mel took the boys out. And I went and it started raining. So I drove around trying to find them. And <laughs> anyway, it was mm -hmm. madness. Anyway, it's, got a, it's just got a funny energy at the moment. Everyone's a little bit... It's probably a mix of, like, a bit, bit anxious and a bit excited at the same time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So yeah, a bit yeah. weirdly pumped. Yeah, uh, that there's no way that's going to last. Give it another two or three days. Oh, they they'll they'll crash out by this. It's like a sugar high. They'll crash out by yeah, this yeah. afternoon. But yeah, look, I mean, I feel like Sydney's got a bit of that energy anyway. They they kind of bit anxious, bit excited. Well, I think it, like in there's a kind of a part of you that's just a change is as good as a holiday, really, isn't it? Except <laughs> unless unless you had a holiday Some planned. Some people listening to this are like, no, yeah, I'm unless really you had a holiday planned in which uh, yeah. case this is nowhere near as good as a holiday. So <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. I was just more thinking in terms of like, everyone knows that the shops aren't going to run out of stuff this time and that they won't close, but everyone still went and cleared the shelves. and. Yeah, I've seen that there's running low on toilet paper in a few places. Mm. And I, had a, I actually have a theory about this. I, I, I'm trying to see the best in people. And I'm wondering if it's not the case that people are hoarding toilet paper, but what if it's the case that a huge percentage of the population have their body clock timed so they normally go to the toilet at work <laughs> after their first coffee. After their first coffee. And so now yeah. that they're at home, <laughs> they just need more toilet paper. Right, mate, that is a very, that's the most generous 
approach you could take to that, I think. Well, I, yeah, I don't to know how to actually buying. research it out, but maybe I'm yeah, I don't know. I don't it, you could be honest with me, though. I mean, obviously, the volumes do go up, I guess, when you're it's always at home. Yeah. Now, look, we're not we're not here to talk about that. Um, we 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 did this last year, a few kind of podcast episodes on kind of more and stronger. Mm. Um, and as we go, I guess, go into this season where things are, I guess, yeah, a little bit different again. We've 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 just come out of four, I guess, really great weeks down at the high school, where things have felt like they're moving forward. I guess, how are you feeling uh, when it feels like this is a little bit of a, a step back? I look, I'd be lying if I didn't say as, like everyone, just a little bit disappointed when it kind of came through. You could see it dawning, like you could see it sort of coming, and then now that it's hit, obviously that's a little bit disappointing. But in some ways, like I'm excited to see how we've had some not practice at this, but we've been through a lockdown before and we can see how in many ways God can use this time as a real opportunity to grow as individuals and as a community. Um, or like conversely, how it can send you backwards. And I guess I'm, I'm optimistic that this will be something that God uses in the life of our church individuals, but also as a whole of, of pressing on with the mission. Jesus is still on the throne. The mission remains the same. We're here to make more and stronger disciples and um and now is just a unique context in which to do it. But I'm yeah, I'm really hoping and I'm optimistic that over this period that we might come out the other side of it actually stronger and with a deeper heart to love God and love other people than um than if this never happened. Mm-hmm. So I guess what would it look like for that to happen for us as a church? Well, this is what we're thinking about for this podcast. We think really there are just three things we want to focus on. The first is to is to just meet with God. That this will be a time where really, if we're to grow stronger, it's going to mean meeting with God personally, one to one, face to face with your Maker. Secondly, connecting with community, and so even though it's difficult and strained, and we can't see each other face to face, but making the most of the means that we actually have to do that. And then the third one is thinking like missionaries. So not thinking like this is a time when okay, like. The mission's off for now. It's kind of like kind of like, like team sport at the moment. We call it off and then we'll resume the game, you know, in a couple of weeks' time or I don't know. <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but thinking like a missionary is more like, no, no, given, given what's happening right now and given the fact that we have the gospel and we are called to make disciples and to reach people with the gospel, um, what are we going to do right now rather than just, oh, we'll wait till it's over and then see what happens then. Yeah, so I think yeah. those are the three things, meeting with God, connecting with the community, and thinking like missionaries. So I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll make our way through those then. So around, I guess, that idea of meeting with God, what comes to mind when you think of that? Yeah, this one, I mean, it's one that I guess we're on about all the time anyway, but it means that the, the highest privilege of the gospel is that you have a personal relationship with God. So 1 Peter 3.15 is... Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. That the cross was a means to a, a great and glorious end, which was that having our sins washed away and forgiven, we have renewed relationship with God, which means that we can you can meet with God anywhere, anytime. You don't have to go through a priest or some kind of intermediary or through the church or anything. Because God has welcomed you in as a child and given you his Holy Spirit, you can meet with God anywhere, anytime. And in a time where we are locked down and where other means of grace, I guess, have been stripped back, that it's a time to, to make the most of that. 
I just wanted to even share on this. Um, I was thinking through the scripture in in um, in Psalm 19. I just want to read this out as a, a way of reflecting on just how rich it is that we would have a relationship with God that's personal. When it says in Psalm 19, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, than much fine gold, and sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. And moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. So I just think, I mean, it's all right there that actually in spending time personally with God, there is wisdom, there is joy, there is reviving of the soul, there is, it's sweeter than honey, it's better than money, it's all the things that, um, that, that really satisfy the deepest longings of our heart. And they're all there, just waiting for us in meeting with God personally, one-to-one. And so I think that's that's the first priority, is actually being a church that when times like this come on, that uh, that our instinct is actually to, to dive deeper in our relationship with God. But what what are you guys kind of doing over this time to to meet, you know, more yeah, closely? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, one of the things that I've just been finding really helpful the last few, ever since we looked at the Lord's Prayer a couple of weeks ago, I think I just was struck by the fact that I guess my prayer life could have a lot of room to grow. And I've actually been working my way through this um, audio book by Tim Keller on Audible. You can get it with a free trial. Mm. We're just just speaking actually of the riches of, of prayer. Um, and I think I've just been finding it helpful just to, just to I guess, realize just what an amazing thing it is to be able to have the ear of God, to be able mm. to lay, lay out, I guess, um, troubles and worries um, and concerns to Him. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's actually rethinking kind of my my routine. Normally, I kind of stop on the way to work and, and take 15 minutes to, to read and pray. But now we're in, in ISO, it's, a, it's about juggling um, our, our toddler river. So we're waking yeah. up in the morning and taking turns. So, um, yeah, I guess get it, just trying to get into, I guess, a new habit of, of still with all of the, the stress that can kind of come with it, having some time each morning just to, be, to set aside Spend some time. Uh, spend some time praying. I've just res- one of the things I'm going to be doing over this time is just spending some time slowly working our way through the Sermon on the Mount as we've been looking at it in church. I think there's just so much in there t- to read over it to be re- to remember what we've already kind of learnt mm. so far in this series. I think would be a really way to start. Mm. What about for you? Yeah, for us, we just we made the resolution to just get up early. So, well, early, I don't know how early is early for people, but sort of around 10 to 6 to have clear time before the kids get up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, our kids generally sleep through the night. So I realize with young kids, it's a little different. Um, but if you don't have kids, then that's you, you can be up at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means it's just clear, undistracted time to meet with God. And, uh, yeah, I think we just didn't want to get into the last lockdown. I feel like became a bit of a mash of everything. Everything was spread out over everywhere. So we wanted to have some kind of, I don't know, habit routine to it um, so that we'd just be setting our hearts and minds right right at the beginning of the day, first thing. Mm. Um, and for me, part of that is is going through, we've got like a daily reading plan, but also going through for each day, starting today with lockdown, one psalm a day. So Psalm 1 today, which funnily enough is on meditating on the, the law of the Lord night and day. 
Um, but yeah, but just I think just being in the word and having my heart and mind focused on that first and foremost. Yeah. And so yeah, if someone I guess just wasn't quite sure where to start, maybe starting just the beginning yeah, of the Psalm, Psalm yep. one. Yep. And um, do one a day for the next two weeks. Yep. And get into it. Yep. Awesome. Um, second thing, connecting with community. Um, yeah, that's what we're up to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. What? Do you, yeah, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I think this is another one that's like it, it's so. I mean, we, our groups were scheduled to be on break over these two weeks in particular, but um, it's another one where you could be tempted to be like, well, it's in the too hard basket. So look, we'll just is what it is, and that's the phrase of the season, really, anyway. And just wrap it up, and when we can actually meet together again, then we'll get back into it. But I think I just want to encourage everyone that we are called to continue to meet with one another. We're called to love one another, regardless of the context. And I think a big part of actually thriving during this time and then coming out the other side stronger and with a, a deeply connected community, a big part of that will be having a commitment to love one another in all circumstances with the means that we actually have available to us. The blessing of like of being in a... 21st century technologically advanced society when there's a pandemic is that in God's grace there are actual means to connect with other people they're not as deep as when you can be face to face and actually be around each other physically Mm. and that matters but there are still means to be able to connect with other people to know them for them to know you and what's going on so I'll just be encouraging the church over this next while to to connect to make the most of those opportunities and and I think as well not to wait for others to connect with you but to be like, I'm a child of God, I've been loved by Jesus, and I, I want to connect with my brothers and sisters and see how they're doing. Yeah, it's like it's this tricky thing where obviously we, we can't be physically with one another as much as we normally can, but we really aren't made to thrive on our own. Mm. Um, we want to be a people who can, I guess, still grow in a relationship with God when these kind of structures of church and these weekly meetings are taken away. But um, I was just thinking of like two of my, I guess, favorite verses on community from, from the book of Hebrews. Uh, in chapter 3, when when the writer encourages the people, um, where he says, Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. I think it's this, this, this reminder that we actually need one another, particularly in times when, I guess, there's these extra things to worry about. There's reasons we might be feeling, I guess, more down or despondent or discouraged um, mm. where where Satan really can get a foothold in our lives mm. and sin and its hardening power can get a foothold in our lives. So we really need each other to be um, to be encouraging one another. And I think most people just, we do feel that sense of encouragement when someone texts us a, just to let us know they've been praying for us or maybe mm. they share with us something that they've been reading or... Mm. Um, or just even a message to say how you how you're going, and so I think like you're saying, this is a real opportunity that we have to take stock of those in our life, maybe those in our like communities, those in our families, those just our friends, and to think how, what can I be doing to encourage them over this time. Mm. Um, I think well, often we'd, we'd love people to kind of reach out to us and encourage us, but as a way of just loving our brothers and sisters and taking the opportunity, I, I just want to encourage everyone, I guess over. Over these next couple of weeks, um, just to have those in, in your immediate circles, those who you've been called to love, just to make sure that no one falls through the cracks. We talked about, yeah, last year, no one being left behind, and that's mm. what we want to see really happen Yeah. Um, this time around as well. 
Third thing, thinking like missionaries. What does it look like to think like a missionary in the middle of a lockdown? Yeah, I think this is the big one, I think, for this phase in particular. And if I'm honest, this is probably the one that I, we dropped the ball on last year in the pandemic. Look, there was plenty of stuff going on, so whatever. But um, but I think uh, thinking like a missionary is not thinking like, I'll reach people with the gospel when all the conditions kind of line back up. But just being like, given that I'm charged in Jesus to be a missionary, the Great Commission is upon me, that um, it was as true for the church then as it is now, then whatever the context is, is the one that I'm called to to reach people in. And so I think it would be like, if if you heard of missionaries who went to an overseas context and they got there and they're like, you kind of had a chat about how it's all going, they're like, well, the people here, they're kind of different. They're into different stuff. They're like, they speak this weird language. I don't really understand it. I guess like, I guess I'll just hang out with some expats for a while and see what happens. You'd be like, oh, he's sort of, sort of missing the vibe of what it means to be a missionary. Um, because obviously when you go into another context, you just work out, all right, what's going on here? How do people connect? How can I connect the gospel with, to their lives? Um, and you, adapt i guess is the way that it sort of goes so i think i think it'd be having that mindset right now as being like not like i'm gonna reach people with the gospel whenever this kind of eases up because we don't know it's gonna go up and down but trying to think through how it is that we can make the most of even the new and unique opportunities that come up like with our our services are actually online so we know friends of ours actually tune in and and are a part of that so actually like sharing the services and making the most of that would be one way we can be putting it out there even thinking through, even doing, I know a bunch of churches have done Alpha Online. We've never done that before. I'm seriously contemplating whether or not we do that as a way that we might be able to turn this season that's a bit, I don't know, a bit weird and closed off into an opportunity for people to actually connect with God for the first time. It'd be worth people sending us a message, actually, if, yeah, yeah. if you've got people in your life that you think would, would tune into an online course explaining, I guess, what Christianity and what Jesus is all about. Um, That'll be useful information. Yeah, on Zoom. Know. Everyone's everyone's Zoom literate now anyway, so it's that's one less barrier to doing it online anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'd love to hear. But I don't know, what, are, what about for you? you well, I think, like, it's kind of tricky. Cousins? Um, uh, that's, that is true. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I mean, in a lot of ways, though, things are different at the moment, but a lot of the, a lot of the basics are still there. I mean, most mm. people either are still going to work physically or working from home where you touch base with your co-workers over zoom and over the phone and that kind of thing we've still got families and friends who don't know jesus that we talk to and facetime and go for walks or runs with and that kind of thing um that in a lot of ways like i guess those those basics are still there we want to be people who are who are a light to those around us who mm. are i guess a beacon of hope um in in a i guess in a world where, where things often aren't looking that hopeful just to be just to be thinking about how it is that we talk what are the things that we, yeah sharing stuff online could be one thing or sharing videos talks but even just in the same way that we love one another as a church community we want to be a people that that love those around us I, i'm often put to shame by we've got some neighbors in our apartment block who at christmas they make rumbles for the whole building and, and just yesterday as i came in the front door um they'd put a sign up you know inside our lobby area you're saying if anyone needs anything during the, the lockdown, any supplies or groceries or help to, to reach out and gave them the number. 
Mm. I think that that's that's the kind of thing that we could be doing mm. as, as followers of Jesus is a way of looking looking at our neighbors, looking at our coworkers, and saying, how can we help um, mm. in that time? So I'd encourage you again, just as you take stock of those around you, not just of those in 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 our family as a church, but those outside as well. Mm. And particularly, I think in this time for those who might be really struggling, like there are, yeah. there are some for whom this lockdown is going to be harder than others, particularly mm. those I think who live alone um, and whose job doesn't require them to go out. If you're you know, living alone, working from home, um, that can be a really, mm. really uh, difficult time. And so we want to be just making sure as much as we can as a church that those around us we've actually got an eye for and can mm. be reaching out um, and seeking to love in this time. Yeah. It's good. So good. Well, I might finish by praying yeah, and then um, and we'll wrap up. And um, But stay tuned. We um, will be keeping in contact with you all and, um, and uh, dropping a few more podcasts over the next few days as well. So we'd, um, we'd love to hear if there are things that God is doing in your life um, that could encourage the church. Um, we'd love to be sharing that around as well. And just together being a, a community that are making more and stronger disciples. Sounds Let's good. pray. Father, we just praise you that you are sovereign over all and over everything that's going on. And we just pray that this would be a time when we look back and see that your grace and favor were upon us, that you were working mightily in our midst, you were strengthening our love for you and for others, and that you were working powerfully in this community. Father, we just pray for anyone who is feeling at the moment isolated or worried or alone, uh, that, that they would have a sense of your nearness and your love toward them in Christ. We pray also that as a church we'd be connecting with one another, that we might be upholding one another during this time and strengthening one another, and all for the sake of your holy name. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time. Catch you later.